Okay, we're back on the Scare Value Podcast, and Ken is joining us from Taiwan. Hello, Ken. Hello. Hello, everyone. And today we're going to talk about my favorite movie of the year, Talk to Me. But first, I have three corrections on a previous episode, because I was, I don't know, stoned or drunk or whatever. Banner day for you. Or, or maybe it was just morning-ish. Hmm. Mornings are tough. Correction number one. The uh, J-Lo movie I was referring to was The Wedding Planner, not Made in Manhattan, with That's Matthew McConaughey. Same thing. Correction number two. It's David Warner, not Jack Warner, in uh, Time After Time. I feel like we apologize. That's the second time we've gotten that one wrong. <laughs> number three. It was Dylan McDermott, not Dermot Mulroney, in Miracle on 34th Street, which is not from the 2000s. It is from the 90s. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I had a really good pop culture day doing fresh. I like one of those. Mul- I think Mulroney, what, what did he do? Scream 6, was Insidious it? Chapter 3. Wasn't oh, he in, yeah. He was in a, one of those lawyer shows, wasn't he? He was also in um, one of them Julia Roberts movies in the 90s. Yeah. Yeah, I remember him from something. I liked his name, but he, I can't remember his face, you know. Was he the groom for the titular Runaway Bride? Perhaps. Stay tuned for a, a future correction and apology. Wasn't that a Dixie Chick song? For the movie, The Runaway, oh, Ready to Run. That was the name of it. And I think there it was similar to the movie because it came out at the same time. Hmm. Mm-hmm. This is the Pop Culture Podcast where we get everything <laughs> almost right. All right. I, I think one, Thelma and Louise is somehow involved in this. I have one other thing for Pete here before we get going, and we'll let him do his Nick Cage nonsense. That's what it should be called, Nick Cage yes. nonsense. It's not Nick Cage nonsense. So I was on the interwebs where one goes, and I was looking at stuff on a message board that uh that you know about movies and tv and i've learned that they're going to make a star trek tv show for paramount plus set at starfleet academy and one of the first replies was oh it's going to be like saved by the bell in space and i had had no choice but to reply starfleet academy's in san francisco not in space (laughs) because i am a nerd (laughs) i I like that you replied that's what the internet's built on yeah yeah pete i had to create an account Exactly. But I had to let them know. I had to create an account. (laughs) So, Ken. You had to create create it, yeah. Yes. I've been working. I've been working on my Nick Cage. I've got got options for you guys. We've We've got the Nick Cage News Network, the NCNN, which I can give you some news about Nick Cage. And it's not necessarily like news. It's just not olds. It's new to me. So it's like that kind of news. Or it could be news. Uh, so not know. news. It could be news. I don't. Not Nick Cage news. Mm, I don't Nick like Nick Cage's uh, news. Okay, all right. That's hmm. one option. Hmm. Already meeting opposition. This is not going well. <laughs> no, no. I just, I just clarifying. I see. I have got what I like to call a knickknack fact. I'll just give you a little factoid oh. about Nick Cage. You know that you can. That kinda... sounds the same as your Nick Nick Cage news. Mm, they, oh, yours is news to you, though. Yeah, kind of. But the facts okay, the facts you. are just kind of stuff, I guess. I don't know. Right, right. They are very Jack similar. Doing. Don't look too deep into it. Just accept it. Okay. Let the beautiful Nick Cage wash over you. I saw a video. This has nothing to do with anything, but a little bonus Nick Cage thing. There's a guy who is spinning an umbrella with a donut rolling across the umbrella, just like in a circle while he twirls the umbrella. The donut keeps spinning, and he picks up a pillow with Nick Cage's face on it, with his other hand while he's still twirling this umbrella with the donut on it. And he throws the Nick Cage pillow behind him and it goes through a basket, like a basketball hoop, like right through. Oh my God. Nice. It's pretty cool. So look it up if you ever have free. I don't know where I saw it, but on the internet somewhere, probably next to Brian's 
Star Trek stuff. That sounds like a, a weatherman reference somehow. All right. And then, then my third feature is Cage Quiz Hotshot, you know, like from Speed. That's the one I picked last time, and I got the question, what was Keanu Reeves' first movie? Which well, I later looked up and was a short film and not even a movie. So I didn't even get a proper question about not the right guy. <laughs> What's that one called? Cage Quiz Hotshot. Like, you know, Dennis Hopper uh, and Speed. How many can we do? Ooh. Ooh, I don't know. I understand the temptation. Uh, I don't know. Maybe since this is kind of the first time we're doing these things, I could give you a, mm, a couple. It's up to you. I wrote down a lot of Nick Cage stuff. Oh, okay. So, you know what? Uh, Each of you can pick do one. Do I get to pick or do we want? Brian, do you want to pick? Oh, you, you pick, can go How first. about Brian picks one and I pick one? Yeah, go ahead. All right. I want to do the, uh, I want to do the, 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 the quiz one. Cage quiz, hot shot? All right. Yeah, yeah. All right, here we go. I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to give you. My answer is Keanu Reeves. Damn it. Are you looking at my notes? <laughs> All right, Sorry, what's a fun one? All right, you know what? Let's do this. Let's, uh, I'm going to give you three Nick Cage movies, both of you. And you tell me, okay. you tell me their order. Like, which chronologically, when did they come out? Okay. All right, I'm going to do, I'm going to do, uh, you want a tougher one? You want an easier one? Like, more space between the years or pretty tight but they're like horror related let's do a horror related one ready i'm gonna give you guys three yes. movies here we go we got willie's wonderland color out of space and mandy what order did those three oh, movies? That's tough. mandy was first oh okay the other I'm two i'm not sure but mandy was first i'm gonna say okay mandy since you're 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 100 on that yeah, and and the, then i'm gonna say color out of space and then i'll say willie's wonderland i will say the opposite just because yeah, when somebody we has to win for a change, you know, you know, when I first did this quiz, you I could give us the answer first. I didn't put down the years. Oh boy! So it kind of messed up my whole thing. And that Keanu Reeves question last week, I uh, didn't write down the answer. I just wrote the question to myself and then said, "Uh oh, I don't know the answer." But here we go. It is Mandy, twenty eighteen, <laughs> Color Out of Space, twenty nineteen, Willy's Wonderland, twenty twenty one. Yes, I remember that Color Out of Space promo a while ago, or the the preview. Did you a see while it? Ago, so I, I want to, bad man. I haven't seen Mandy yet, and I'm like, I can't find it over here. Really? I could have saw a color out of space, but I didn't. Kim didn't want to go see it because he looked old, and she loves Nick Cage. Loves Nick Cage like you. That's loves him, but won't watch him when he's old. There's at least two of us. Tell her, tell her she's got to check him out because he's he's still awesome. He's rocking it right I think now. He's doing his best work now. I think he might. Well, mm, I don't know. Well, she she saw she saw Renfield, Pete. You yeah. Know? So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She liked she, it, right? You know, of course. Yeah, of course. Why am I asking? All right. Because so <laughs> you didn't see it. <laughs> oh, I saw Renfield. Cage Quiz Hotshot. That was the first one. Brian, what are you looking for? <laughs> Fuck. Crows. Why does he hate Cheryl Crow so much? Um, uh, of, I like that. Her, I like that. Because of her Kid Rock collaborations. Oh, yeah, right. I will take Nick Nick Fact. I, I can't believe I just said that. You want to think? <laughs> I can't believe you knew that. I can't believe I knew it either. <laughs> you know, You know far too much. All right. All right. Did you guys know that Nick Cage chooses what animals he eats based on how dignified their mating rituals are? No. Yep. We know it now. What? Yep. That's bullshit. Nope. If okay. I'm so so so, what's his most? Uh, what's the most dignified mating ritual? People. I'm guessing it's Fuck. people. You got to take them out. <laughs> he was trying to tell us all along. 
<laughs> I think it is. I think that's what it is. He must eat crows first. I, I, I have no evidence to the contrary. It, he just told us. Pete, does eating crows give him his power? Is that... Uh... It might. I don't know. Or, future, or future insect populating with them, po- copulating with crows, pops possibly. Is it dignified? Or copulating like a crow? These are all good questions that I guess I will do further are research they? into. Are they? Yeah, your questions bring more questions than well, they answer. See, that's the beauty of my my three little features. They're, they, they're self perpetuating. <laughs> yeah, they they just beget more and it'll never end. Yeah. All right. I, I like that last one. Like yeah. I, I like the fact that I was going to pick that one. A knickknack fact? All right. Well, those are knickknack facts. I, I like right. the knickknack facts. I like those. Those are good. All right. Well, That's a weird one. Nick Cage is an interesting person who I look forward to meeting someday. Oh, he's never going to let you near him. Oh, yeah? I have news <laughs> on that. I was going to save this as a surprise, huh. but apparently... What you can do is you can request, there's companies that will talk to the agents to see if you can get famous celebrities and such to come do appearances. So I, I'm going to fire. your birthday party? Yeah, something like that. Maybe I'll have them for my birthday party. I can't find a good price. I'm going to have was, to actually email the company. This was the plot of The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. Yeah. So, yeah, isn't that right? So I know that he's home to this idea. Like he's amenable to it. I can, I'm going to fire off a couple of emails. You're no Pedro Pascal. No. But I also don't have the like nine hundred thousand dollars that one of the websites listed as his price range. But I'm maybe he'll take email. plugs plugs on a scare value as a you know as a barter. Yeah, I mean we, Un- we unlimited unlimited plugs, which he always already, already gets. That's true, but that's just from him being awesome. I, I don't need I don't need any kind of recompense for this. He's he's fantastic. Wouldn't you like him to be on the show, Pete? I don't think I could handle that. I'd get too excited and just clam up and stare at him. And then he'd get weirded out and I'd get weirded out and it'd be really. And then we'd finally have an actual worse show than the actual one that we already Yeah, right. That would be the one we never (laughs) air is the Nick Cage episode. (laughs) The Nick Cage episode. We're going to get that under wraps. (laughs) All right. So we watched Talk to Me. I I, I know I got, I'm very excited. You were supposed to watch it? I did. I was, I get more excited about my Nick Cage stuff because I got sidetracked watching it, but I've been waiting to watch this movie since, I don't know, everyone started talking about it. And by everyone, I mean you Talk to me. Talk to me, Pete. Talk, Talk to, to me. me. What'd you think, else. Pete? I like this movie. The end. <laughs> What'd you think, Ben? <laughs> uh, I liked it. I thought it was good. I'll say right now it is on my... I saw 38 movies this year so far in the movie theater. Uh, not all horror movies, but uh, it is number... You can. Uh, what number do you think it's on my list of all movies? Number nine. <laughs> number nine. <laughs> we were talking about John Lennon earlier. We, he's on the brain uh, now. Oh, okay. No, it's it's actually probably number seven, which I thought was no, six or seven. Now, there's still time. I, I still don't time want, for it to move down this year. No, well, I don't want to. I don't want to downplay how much I like it. I do like it. It's I think my second. No, it's my third favorite horror this year. You better not tell me the Pope's Exorcist is ahead of it. No, it is not. It is not. No, <laughs> uh, I liked Megan more. Um, I just did. I just did, and what do you um, think? Liked, what do you think uh, what's your initial reaction to hearing yeah. Megan was better than Talk to Me? I'm disappointed, Kenneth. Really? I'm uh, better than Talk Let's to get Me. Get on Brian about Poltergeist. Yeah, Brian, <laughs> Poltergeist is better than all of these. Movies. <laughs> said it was great. Isn't that better than Talk to Me? I said it was great. Better than. Are you right? You think you, you th- uh, Okay, all right. Okay. The other one is probably right. Evil Dead Rise, right? It is definitely Evil Dead Rise. Okay, so I, I'll, I'll definitely put Megan as. I could, I could, you could argue me out of that for sure, but you can't argue me out of Evil Dead Rise being 
it is better. It is just a better movie. Period. End of story. There, I, I can still. Well, that's but, it for this week's podcast. <laughs> Good night, everyone. No. Well, okay. All right. I guess. I guess I'll go first. Okay. I guess I'll go first. Here's the thing. I, I found the characters from the I'll, Fantastic I'll Four. <laughs> I get that joke. I get that reference, Pete. I saw your comic book collection. I know what you're talking about. But my negatives. I'll go with my negatives first, and then I'll, and then how about I say what I like, and then you guys can you guys can just, just jump in whenever you want. All right. All right. First of all, I got to say, I like this movie. I'd give it an 8 out of 10, which is pretty high. That means, like, solid, solid movie. Very good movie. Um, yeah, 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 it's probably higher than Megan. It's probably I'm moving up to number 6 right now. Um, but anyways, okay, the characters were annoying, but not so annoying that I couldn't wait for them to be killed. I just found them annoying. Do you know what I mean? It's like they weren't so annoying I wanted them killed. Like Franklin, for example. Which one from was Texas Franklin? Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, Franklin. From Tex- the, the, the Fra- Texas Chainsaw Massacre one. Yes. He was so annoying. I couldn't wait. I knew he was going to get killed, and I couldn't wait for it. Plus, he was in the wheelchair, which is <laughs> awesome. But with these guys, I was like, can they just leave the screen? Can you stop looking at your cell phone while you're making a movie? You're doing that. I don't like that. I know it's real, but like still... Well, I'm not a big fan. It's like, whatever. Um, so that's one part. The last third of the film, the last third of the film. Oh, hi, Pepe. Oh, that's a rare appearance from his daughter. We're going to have a take Ken's daughter's to work day episode at some point. Edit. I will, I will okay. make the counterpoint that, okay, yes, the counterpoint that I liked all of the, I, the kids, the characters, because I bought that these are a bunch of high schoolers. And I really like that this is like, you know, it's like a drug. And I thought it was really well done or like drinking. It's just this party trick. It's a party game that you mm. play. Like I bought that these are all high schoolers. They're all idiots. And I found it very realistic. Like it kind of took me back to being at those parties in high school. I like, thought it was one of the more realistic uh, high school feels. Yeah. High school kid feels, honestly. Well, okay. I don't know. I don't know. I think it's uh, the kid just hates okay. young people, and that's fine. That's fair. I I like parties. I I was really into parties in high school. I I, I didn't like the, uh, the the characters that got involved with the hand for sure. Um, I, I like I didn't find any of them to be like, oh, I, I care if this person lives or dies. I agree. Even, with I that. guess the you know, and to me that's kind of like a thing. It's kind of like, well, don't you want? Don't, aren't you rooting for something? Well, isn't the and, point of that though to set up dozens of people that you don't you know, that they're getting into this on their own and you don't, you know, you don't really like them or care about them so that the one person who really gets the most affected by it, uh, their little brother, like you do care about it because he wasn't a piece of shit like everyone else. Yeah, but I didn't, re- uh, yeah. Oh, 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 go ahead, Pete. What were you going to say? I was just going to say, sorry, like when you said that, the part, you know, where the little brother gets obsessed, Tyler or something, what was his name? Riley. Riley. When he got, when he started pulling his eye out the, and bashing mm-hmm. his face the against bathroom. it. The bathroom was crazy. That was That's a great a, scene. Yeah, when he's he's trying to bathe. That's him, a great scene. And he breaks free and he starts trying to bash his head oh, against the wall again. It was the first one. It was the first yeah. the first party where he's possessed and he slammed his head. Oh I tensed, yeah, I was, tensed up so much. That I grabbed. Crazy. That was good. That I was grabbed good. the remote control because I thought I could help by stopping the movie. I'm like I can fix that. <laughs> Like that's how. In- Pete, do you know that you could have helped him? Now his <laughs> was, all of that was yeah. your fault. <laughs> oh no! Oh no, Riley! I could have, but no. That's how much I don't you're get affected the one who by put the, You're the one who pressed play, Pete. Right. It's kind of your fault. <laughs> you're and in then you watch, the just like everyone else with their you cell phones out. Yeah, and you could have stopped it. You could. We're the mirror. <laughs> Go ahead, Ken. Um, Okay. Uh, okay. So, so I, I didn't find him compelling, but I found like his scenes 
to be really intense. So I did like that about the movie. It was very intense until the last third for me where I could figure out kind of pretty much what was going to happen. But that being said, so the last third, it's not that I didn't like it. It's just that I just kind of figured it out and I didn't, I didn't care as much. Um, but I did like the very end, obviously. And I like the fact that there's probably going to be a, a sequel because I do like the movie. Ah, I have one but for that. There I, is going to be a sequel. It's been greenlit already yeah. called talk to me with the number two in the middle instead of the T O Ooh. which is a success oh, in my book. You're, that makes sense. There's yeah, also that works. a prequel that's already been filmed. It was filmed in uh, court in coordinates with the original movie. Uh, the, okay. That opening scene, I think the character's name was Duckett. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's about his character. It was filmed already, and it was filmed like the kids filming things with their phones. So it's a screen life movie, and they're they've I guess they mm-hmm. actually released some of this on the internet before the movie as like underground viral, viral marketing, yeah. and then they pulled it all because it was disturbing for some people because they didn't know that this was not real. The context, yeah. So they're gonna edit that together into some form, and we'll get that somehow. I'm not sure how we're getting it. I don't think it's like a full length movie or anything like that. But there's a bunch of stuff they shot about the Ducket character that would precede this movie, and that's okay. really interesting to me that they that they did that for I, fun. I like and, that. Yeah, it's, I, I kind of like that because I I need more character development in the movie personally. Like the main character, I liked her, but like I didn't like her, and like I didn't really get the care. Like her dad comes in at the very end. It's just like, eh, just a little too late for me. Like to to really give a crap about her, and she's the main character, and you care about that that kid more. But he's he's got half the time that at least you know probably less than she does, and she's not bad, but it's just like I don't get her character. It's not developed enough for me. I don't know. I have two thoughts on that. The one is I don't necessarily think I needed to know the characters. I just got, like enough was given. I love too that it was 90 something minute. Like it's a short movie because you don't, <laughs> well, it's important. I think you don't need to fluff it out. You, you, you make it nice and tight and that's what can get you going is that. So I don't necessarily needed, I didn't need to know more about the characters, but I also, because everyone is Australian, I'm, it takes me like 10 or 15 minutes to like attuned to people's accents. So I kind of missed mm. a lot of the dialogue. I didn't understand how she was living or related to the to the siblings, okay. Jade and her mother died. Yes. She's estranged not estranged from her father. She lives with her father. But they're very their relationship is very cold Ten. because he's keeping basically yeah. a secret from her and he doesn't, you know, she doesn't he, she has, he hasn't been there for her after her mother's death because he's in his own problem. grief. Yeah, yeah. So she's kind of she's been trying without purposely doing it to ingratiate herself to her friend's family. Like she's, she yes. stays there as much yeah. as she can. She's that's, she wants that family life that she lost. Okay. And that's why she's kind of in, she's there all the time because she doesn't want to be at home because home sucks. Right. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. I couldn't figure that, out. That is, that's a good synopsis. I'd, I'd say, I, yeah, that's a good synopsis. All right. Cause I couldn't tell if they was like, uh, if they, you know, he had remarried how long ago the trauma had, but it was yeah. pretty clear. The it trauma was, was year, recent. It was yeah. literally the, it was the one year remembrance of her mother's uh, death. <laughs> I was, I was busy trying to pause oh, yeah. the movie to save people. I couldn't pay attention <laughs> to these things. <laughs> All right. So that, uh, that makes it. Yeah. Why was the mom such a bitch then? It wasn't her mother. Well, I, was I mean, the mother say, of Jaden. That was my next. That was my next point. What? 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 What was the like? I, I couldn't even. I couldn't even root for the mom. Like, and if you root for the mom, you root for her kids at least. It's like, it's like them, they turn the mom into an a hole. It's just like, okay, why was. do I care if any of these people die? She I was thought, just kind of a sarcastic wench. I you thought know, she was typical. a great mother. 
Oh yeah. Well, I mean, interested in what her kids are doing. She's trying to protect them while not being, trying not to be overbearing, but it makes her hilarious to me because you know what? Pick one, pick one. You're going to care or or you're going to be effective or ineffective, ineffective, ineffective. I don't, yeah, I'm with you there again. I don't like, I I like the mom. She seemed like it. Didn't like her. Maybe because I was like, yeah, I'm a cool high schooler going to cool ghost hand parties and talking to the dead and stuff. <laughs> ghost so, hand parties, yeah. I'm like, yeah, that mom, what a bee. Should this movie have been called Talk to the Hand? Ooh. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> nice. That should be the prequel. Nice. I don't know if it's named yet, but I would like to nominate that as the title. Talk to the Hand. Talk to the Hand. Talk to the Hand. How did I not put that together in all the months since I saw the movie? I will say... Oh, you did it. You did it right on time. I did get it right on, right when I had to. I will say oh. that the ghost mom turned out to be a bit of a bitch, too. Uh, that's the one. It's not her mother. That's well, not her mother. Which one? Ghost mom. The ghost mom. The spirit. Oh, I didn't no, like her. Was, well, it's it was, not her mother. Yeah. I know. It was, it was pretending. But I'm just saying, not oh, a right, good representation right, right. for mothers here. I yeah, think you ghost- guys are wrong on... on Jaden Riley's mother. I think that she's doing the best she can. She's obviously a single mom. Her 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 daughter is is not helping by evidence. By she's got her brother on mute when she's supposed to go pick him up, so she can't even get the phone call. Her, her daughter's lying to her all the time and sneaking out. And and it's she's doing her it, best. She's working hard. It's obvious that this is mother's the the the, the effectiveness of her of her of her mother's parenting. There is no effect to it. Pick one. Do it. <laughs> Take that, mom. Do it. Do it or don't, ma. That actress is I the only one. In the I didn't like it. And that, that house is too nice for single moms. Sorry. I want a trailer. I don't know what. I don't Australia. know what price Australia. <laughs> it's Australia. And also, it's speaking, Australia. speaking of Australia, the bathroom scenes, you know, where she was after those, after the first possession of. You were Riley. looking for the toilet? No, no. I was looking <laughs> See for the, if it flushed backwards. It, she was washing her hands and it looked like it was going backwards, but I know, the, you know, going down the drain, the Coriolis effect. I swear to God, that's not real. It's not a thing. But it looked like it was going counterclockwise down the drain both times when he bashed his head in the bathroom and it was going down. And then when um, Mia, I think, was that the main character? You know, you could have made the movie go backwards and found out for sure. Nah, I don't. <laughs> well, that would have that would have really fucked him up. Because <laughs> seriously, I already I already put these people through the trauma once. I got to do it again. That's true. That's I can't true. ever watch this movie again. Kitty Kitty Ken, asked. Ken, like, Pete, watch, watch? Pete watches movies thinking he's controlling the action. <laughs> Damn you. Dad, the train is not coming for you. you he's jumping out of the he's Damn out you for that chair. World Trade Center movie, Pete. <laughs> I didn't I didn't watch that one. You yeah. can't pin that one on me. Nicholas Cage is in that movie, Pete. Oh, wait, now what? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Uh-oh. he's a fireman. Yeah. Oh boy. Well World Tragedy, I, uh, Thousands of Death, Nicholas Cage. This is a heavy scale I gotta figure out here. That's that's blockbuster. That's blockbuster written all over it. That one that's left in like Alaska, blockbuster. Yeah, is there? Is there like one? We is both there one for left. <laughs> I, I believe there is one still up and running somewhere. I think they made a TV show on it that lasted a season with uh, Randall Park. I think you're right. I, I'm not going to research this, so I'm I'm going to wait for Brian <laughs> to give me a correction next time on whether I'm going to assume you're right. <laughs> me too. Things are much better that way. Okay. Uh, Should I get to the good part? The yes. Parts I liked, or you guys? Okay. Uh, okay, I did like I, I did like the use of the hand, but um, and it did remind me of it follows because uh, I remember Brian talking about that it follows it follows uh, it follows um, it was it, but I thought it follows was was a superior movie overall. That being said, I, I like the gimmick of the hand, but it's not really that much different than um, the next 
the, the evil tech gimmick that book. It's kind of the same idea, really, in a way. But uh, the the special effects were great, super good. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Shower scene was great, and um, overall, it was a great. It, it's a great. It's a great, you know, because you got the backstory on the hand too, and like you say, who's you know who hand who where did the hand come from and who got the hand first, and that that whole there's a lot to develop on it. So overall, like I liked it a lot, like eight out of ten, definitely definitely a good movie, and uh, I, I really enjoyed it. But I, I just didn't like the characters and that kind of. I had no one to root for or root against. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I did like it. I did like it though. It was scary. It was, it, it, was. Scary. It, it was intense, right? I again, I tried to pause it, and right out of the gate, I was tired. When I, as I am most of the time, because I have children, as you should know too. But uh, yeah. the very beginning, that opening scene with whatever his name was, Ducky, Lucky, Plucky, Ducket, in his bucket, yeah, Duckett. it was so intense. Like it just right away, yeah. like when he stabbed yeah. himself in the eye, I was like, "Fuck me!" Like I was right in there. I was like, "Oh my god!" I snapped <laughs> yeah, awake. You know. I'm not used to that, but I feel like it never really throttled back uh, after that. It was always just one more, a few minutes, again, 90-something minutes, so you don't have time to slow down. And I don't need to know the background like of the hand or anything. Give me a couple of options. I'll, I'll believe it to be true or not. If you over-explain things, right on. Right on. It, it tends to take away, I think. So I, I, I think for this, this movie, it, it would, but I think it, it'll be cool in, in sequels, too, though. Oh, yeah, because then you can go anywhere. As long, mm, yeah. yeah. Well, yes. <laughs> I don't know where you're going. I didn't. Oh, have I like the end to too. Oh, my last. My sorry. I'll, I'll add one last thing there. I did like the ending because she turns. Well, oh, I don't. I don't. That's a big spoiler alert. But I did like the ending though because that is a that was a that was a nice thing. I kind of caught it before it happened, but I just like, oh, that's good. So it was a good ending overall. I love a good ending. You know that that makes up for a lot in general. You can spoil but it. This I'm movie gonna, didn't have any. You can spoil it. I won't put I it did? in the warning. You can. You go ahead. Oh, okay, yeah, where where the she's the lights are flickering in the hospital, and you're just like, oh shit, she's dead. She's gonna be she's gonna be part of the hand. That was wicked, dude. I love that. Well, um, so so it made up for the, uh, about about twenty minutes where I was just kind of like, okay, I kind of get it. It kind of threw me, kind of threw me at the very end. I was like, oh, nice. I didn't really. I, I mean, not that you wouldn't see it coming, but I didn't totally see it coming. At the very the very first possession when Mia used the hand, they said she went a few seconds over. And they had said you can only right. do it for ninety. So that was there in the right. back of my head the whole time, right. saying, okay. "Hey, uh, it did this actually happen?" So then that when I think I just kind of like, "Oh, she shook it off or whatever," and I kind of ignored it after that. But then it, when the mother was saying things like, uh, "Kill, you know, release him, kill him, um, you know, I can protect him," I started to question the mother being the actual mother because yeah. they had also said that if you die while you're while a spirit possesses you, you're trapped in in the limbo place where all the spirits are. So I'm like, why would the mother yeah. be saying that? That I don't believe this mother. Which made me go back and think, hey, maybe maybe me has been possessed the whole time. Sure, but it also wasn't her mother. I know. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. The whatever was pretending to be her mother. Yeah, it was using her emotions against her and. I think all that stuff is very well set up about how it reads people because without having to explicitly state it, when Mia is possessed by a demon, it immediately uh, starts talking to Jade and putting Jade down about how Daniel, he gets soft when you touch him. And oh, yeah. So it, it knows, and it's fucking up with Riley. It's like, you know, it's behind you. It's looking for, it's like, it. she knows what people are afraid of. The, the demons, I mean, know what the people are afraid of and it preys on that or what their feelings are. Well, they're not so, even demons, right? They're the, just, the dead people. Yeah. Yeah, the spirits. They know what uh, will get to you. And they were getting to her the whole movie with the one thing that was really there, which was her mother's suicide slash 
accidental suicide. But it was it was suicide. It was suicide. It was, yeah, yeah. It, the oh boy, when she stabbed her dad in the neck too, mm-hmm. like that was unexpected. Yeah, like, oh, that was good. That was a good move. Yeah. I wrote down in giant letters on my notes. Oh shit, she stabbed her dad. Like it's big because it shocked me when it happened. Yeah, he survives though. He did. Yeah. She had so many chances though. That's the thing. Like that's why I didn't really. She had so many chances to. Uh, to kind of back out of it, get away yep. from it. And she just, she just didn't. And it's just, I know that happens in horror movies, but you're just like, it's like, don't go into that room, but it's still like, come on now. Come on now. Don't put it in your school bag. <laughs> like you're going to yeah, take it home. She's obsessed with, <laughs> she's obsessed yeah, her mom. with discovering what happened to her mother. She never processed yeah. the trauma. She's dealing with it. And it's tragic. Like if it had happened right. to her, maybe say right. a year before this would have been a it not was, movie. It was a year before. No, I meant if uh, her, you know, the, she had found the hand a year oh, before, yeah. like she wouldn't have, she wouldn't have been this. chasing the high to begin with. Exactly. Let alone when the, when the mother quote unquote mother reveals that she's inside of Riley, she, nothing would have been fucked up. They no. preyed on the weakest person in the room. Right. And that's what we were. We're watching. That's probably why they're not likable to you maybe so much. Cause these, you know, these were people who aren't, uh, I guess functioning well or anything They're Well, they're kids first off and kids are. Yeah. Meh. yeah. That's how I feel about the young. Meh. Would you, would you touch the hand Pete? I'd jerk off with the hand. <laughs> and then if you like, talk to me, talk to me. <laughs> I, I let you in. I got, I got 90 seconds. It'd be the old man. You get the old man first. Yeah, what are you going to do with the other 89 seconds? Not. I was about to say, that's, I only need, I got 80 extra seconds after that. Pete, that old man, the first one would have cut in line for you, but <laughs> he, he'd, he'd have taken over. He'd have pushed them all out of the way. He would not have been pleased. That was a great horror moment when she looks over in the, oh, the first uh, spirits there. Yeah. It was really yeah. well done. The party scenes were all good. All, all the party mm-hmm. scenes were really, really good. The practical effects were fantastic too. Just everything in Absolutely. there. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I, and I, it reminded it. me of evil dead actually evil Dead, the, the latest one it reminded me of it a little bit. Like I was like, wow, that's really gruesome and like can't quite stomach it for too long. It was good. I don't remember if I had that feeling with the, the evil dead rise that it was too gruesome. Oh. Oh man, I, I didn't find that as too gruesome, but I was like, "Holy! Christ, that was the most gruesome movie I've ever seen at the movie theater." Did you see? I the think 2013 Evil Dead. We've been no, on this podcast, no, on this podcast yeah. before. Yeah, yeah. All right, yep. then we'll we'll skip it because I thought that one was more. But I I think Talk to Me okay. had more gruesome I, with Riley. It's more realistic. Yeah, there. Yeah. It's more realistic. Yeah, yeah. It was brutal watching Riley every time Riley like woke up. I'm like, God damn it! As he hurts himself some more. Goddamn spirits. How many bananas, Pete? That's what I'm worried. This That's one? what I'm really thinking about. Yeah, how many bananas? I'm giving it the bunch. I can't count that high, but I can't You're count that You're going past, past Texas Chainsaw. See, this is this is why you can't trust you, Pete. We just can't. You know, I mean, you're right about Poltergeist, but that's it. That's just a shot in the dark. <laughs> uh, I, I'm having thoughts on the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I've been mulling that one over in my mind. So You gave it, actually, I, I, I did listen because uh, I like to listen to me. But anyway... <laughs> You did in the end give it three bananas. Okay, that's pretty good. When I'm when I have to watch it again next year, I, I, I might have a different opinion because I I am thinking about that movie more. It's stuck in my head a little bit. Wow. Yeah. Just, okay, give it a bunch. All right, a bunch of bananas. It was good. I, I, it was good. I mean, I'd give it a bunch of bananas too. But Texas Chainsaw Massacre gets both of the bananas. But yeah, okay, I'll give it a bunch. It was directed by directed by twins that had a YouTube channel. This was their first feature film, which is incredible to me. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's amazing. It's incredible well, that they made something this good that looks this good that is this tight. That do you know what the budget was? For this? Yes, it, well, I do. It was four and a half million dollars, and Whoa. it made wow. eighty nine and a half million. It's the second highest yeah, grossing movie eight twenty four has ever put out after Everything Everywhere All at Once, and the second biggest opening after Hereditary. Oh, that's right. It's A24. Yep. Like oh, they did Hereditary. Hereditary was good. Yeah, I, I, like hate, uh, I can't watch. I've heard enough to know that I don't think that movie is for me. The twins are named Michael and Danny Filippo, by the way, just because I think we're going to hear yeah, those names again. <laughs> yeah, if this is their debut. The same creative team. Two, uh, one of them co-wrote it with a, a different person whose name I didn't write down, and they co-directed it. The same group is back to do the sequel whenever that comes comes out, so that'll be exciting. Okay. Yeah. What's their YouTube channel? What do they do on their YouTube channel? I don't know. Any I've idea? never seen it. I, I assume okay. it's like um, pranks that they pull on. No, I think yeah. they had short video, yeah. short films and stuff. They rob their friends at ATMs and get punched in the face by some dude buying them. I'm pretty yeah, sure yeah, it was, was like short special effects like, stuff. They got a Kickstarter. Short specials? Short special effect oh. heavy things to yeah, show yeah. off what they could do. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Um, oh, yeah. Man, I'm sense. assuming they're younger too, because yeah, they are. jumping back to the the party stuff, it it was like you said, Brian, the most authentic feel I think of any party. I I think it's as confident a debut as I've seen in horror since It Follows, which was also somebody's first movie. I never which watched is It, it what Follows. A, what about Get Out? That that that's a that, that was a debut. Yeah, I too. don't consider that. I know it's his first feature film and stuff like that, but like I just don't consider it the same thing because he's worked in Hollywood for so long. Even right. whether directing or acting or writing or whatever it was, he's just, you know, kind of a vet. Yeah. Cause that's, vet. that's the best of the bunch then, but he's just, yeah, he's not I new. It's like, I, I've watched that guy for 10 years on things. And then it's like, he made a masterpiece and that's great. But like these people, I never heard of them. They never did anything in business before. Really. I think they did some special effects work on some things. So, but like for a breakthrough, like a real breakthrough thing, incredible. Mm. Yeah. I'll, I'll say, I'll say I like, I liked us better than get out to be honest. Yeah, but, I, think, I, I mean, not to get off subject, but I did like us more. I know you've been wrong about a lot of things. It's okay. I, I think, <laughs> yeah, no, no, let me tell you, I love get out, but, but the last, the last ending, the ending just was like, it just got chopped and it was like your, your, your dumb friend just come fin you know i mean like that, he's all caught up in that this ending is incredible it's the payoff to the b story what? of the movie when those, ah, when those I lights i understand that but when those just, lights appear behind him and it's the it's it this was a happenstance because i watched a documentary on this uh not specifically this movie but on uh it's called horror noir on shutter it's incredible about the history of of uh black usage in horror film and okay. it centered a lot around get out it's like the ending spot because now a black writer, a black director, and black star, and it's, it's a giant movie, and it shows how far, how long, and how far they came from, you know, the the D.W. Griffith movies and how bad, you know, the blackface and, and stuff. So now you have the black hero, yeah. and it happened to come out the same weekend that the like right around the weekends where the riots started for uh, police brutality and police murder, the BLM, the Black Lives Matter started right right around the same time, but they filmed it before that. So it became this prescient thing because at the end of that movie, when the cop lights are behind him, you're just like, oh, shit, I know how this movie's going to end. Oh, so the and audience, then the door yeah. opens and it's the fucking TSA friend. I'm like, that's the perfect ending. And originally, eh. originally Jordan Peele said that he was going to kill him in that at the end of the movie. And then his friends were like, you can't, I've seen that movie every time. You can't do that. And he's like, well, I'll have him taken off to jail. He's like, I don't want to see another black guy taken to jail. He's like, what if he just gets away? And he's like, huh. <laughs> 
Because even he couldn't think like that at the beginning. He's like, even he wasn't thinking that way. What does that say though? Because I, I agree a hundred percent. That's where it's such a like yay moment. But yeah, yeah. I never thought it was going to end any differently than him getting gunned down by the mm-hmm. goddamn cops, despite being right only because of the color of his skin. Yep. Like they, they tease it out at the beginning when when he's not even the one driving and he's like, "Give me your license," and he's like, "I wasn't driving." He's like, "I didn't ask for your driving. I asked for your license." And it's like, mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't mind the. I guess, I guess, okay, I didn't like, I didn't love that ending at the very, very end. But what the part I didn't that that I didn't like about it was it was a little short on him on his escape from that place. I'm like, this place is so like sophisticated and it's kind of. Uh, you know, it's 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 hidden and it's but it's got this very sophisticated kind of oppressive system and all that. But then he gets out so easily. It was just like you think he basically just walked out of that basement somehow. And and he killed I mean, there three people on the way out. I don't know. It just didn't seem like I don't know. I don't really remember to he be killed, honest. He but, but I just like he kills. It was the, too fast for me. He kills the father. It was too fast. He kills the father with the deer. He kills the the brother. He kills the mother. Yeah. He kills the grandmother. Who's in uh, really? George's? He killed all of Georgina's. Yeah, she's amazing because he doesn't know that's the grandmother, or at least he thinks he could, she can be saved. And then when she wakes up in the car, she looks at him, he's like, "You destroyed my house!" And then he slams, he hits the car into a tree, and she goes right out the right through the fucking windshield. Then the only reason he gets away from uh, his girlfriend is that what's this called? The the grandfather who's in the groundskeeper uh, has flashes and becomes himself again, and he's like, she gets the gun from him, he's like, right. "I'll take care of it." And she turns and shoots her right, shoots her right in the gut. It's like it's a perfect ending. That was, I guess. Alison Williams? Yes. No. From Megan. I just thought the ending was a little fast. Oh, okay. All right. Fair enough. So I'm just... She does a lot of good stuff, obviously. Apparently. I'm becoming a fan of of Uh Alison Williams. Did you see Uh Nope? No. uh, The answer is nope. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh, No. No, but I... When you watch it, I'm curious. I want to do on this podcast at some point, like all the Jordan Peele movies, just do a little, a three, a threecher, a threefer. Hey, was that good? Because it was up and for some reason we didn't go to it. I think it might be my favorite of the three. And I like the first two a lot. There's two crazy people on this podcast. I like the first two a lot, but goddamn, I love Nope. So I'm not going to say anything. Just I loved Us. I thought Us was genius. I just thought it was so damn funny and so weird too but at least anyway. we, can, we can all agree get that out all, is great though get out is great i love get out we can I, all yeah I, I, I really do we yeah can, we can all agree they're all better than poltergeist that's what matters mm, hard, I, I, know. I don't know i think I you know. meant to say the texas chainsaw massacre there but you got confused by the greatness that is poltergeist that's what i think i happened. i think if i rewatch get out i might i might put that at the top of his movies but I, th- I, I just don't know though because I know how much I loved watching in the beginning, and then at the very end, I was a little, I was disappointed. As was Kim, I gotta say, as was Kim. She's like, that was that end wasn't there. I was like, I don't know. I don't think Kitty has watched any of his movies, so I have no, I have no way in on her. The wife report is lacking on my side. Yeah, Kitty watched Halloween for yeah. the first time ever yesterday. She did Halloween. Uh, I, I might have turned off Halloween. Oh. <laughs> Just, you're, going, you're going on a two-minute timeout. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right, well, well, Kitty watched it because we're planning on doing a, a watch-along coming up here at some point for... Although that will have already been out by the time people are listening to uh, this. Well, we, Kitty and I and Brian did a watch-along for Halloween, so in the, in the future past. Yes, we'll do... We'll do uh, we should do one for Talk to Me at some point, like next year or something, because I think that's an interesting movie that deserves examination because even like ken's positives and negatives it covers the entire movie there's something to think about 
throughout the whole movie. There's something going on that's interesting at every scene. There's no wasted time in the movie, which I think is, is rare, especially for horror. It doesn't feel, I mean, I think it does feel like it follows at times, which is what I liked about the second half. It turns into the kids that don't know what to do. They don't know how to handle this, which is what is really what happened. That's what it follows is like we're confronted. They're confronted with something and they're like, what do we do? And they're like, we don't, I don't know. <laughs> like, let's, let's try to figure out where this came from. And it's like, you guys are all fucked. And that's what it follows was. And it's very realistic. My two minute timeout is not over yet, but uh, yeah, <laughs> there's no stopping you. I like, I, I did like, <laughs> I did like the, uh, that they were, that they got on the bus and they did find the original guy. Cause I was, I was, I was just waiting for that. And that just popped in right away. And they all caught him at the bus stop and whatnot. Uh, the older and brother they, they, of they, Duckett. Yeah, the older brother of, of Duckett, right, exactly. Like I thought that was that was a good that was a good kind of re re reboost of my interest in what was going on. I was it was per- perfectly timed. I was just thinking like, what the hell happened to that that the very beginning scene? You could have just assumed he died. That's what I did. Yeah. I was surprised. Yeah, it's, yeah. Yeah. But 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 then how did the you know, it's like how did how does this hand move around, you know? Like I thought that was, it was, it was well done. Well done that way. Oh, I just had a thought, but it left my head as most of the thoughts I have do. So you'll, you'll have, you know, talk amongst yourself. That thought will pop up probably in a, a future episode. Talk to Pete. That's going to be the third one. Yeah. All right. Talk to Pete. Brian, Brian, what do you think? On, I mean, okay. So you say it's a, you say it's your favorite of the year, right? Yeah. So, it's the best of, combination okay. of, classic it felt like a classic when i was watching it but it also felt fresh and that's the hardest thing to pull off and that's why i that's why i always in my review even brought up it follows because i don't remember walking out of a theater since it follows until this thinking like that's a movie that i'm going to watch a lot of times and i'm going to really enjoy it and it felt so i don't know because it was well made or whatever it just felt like like this is a classic feel even though i'm watching something that's completely new Right, so you're talking about smile, and yeah, that's exactly how I felt. Yeah, and smile, smile. Smile's just a ring with a different concept. <laughs> okay, I, I I won't disagree with that because I I kind of I, I don't I don't know that it's not, but um. <laughs> the number of times Pete and I have talked on this but, podcast about how possession movies just have the same thing going on, and is, I actually saw a goddamn new possession movie. I was gonna say that was it. Like the problem I have with yeah, possession movies—that's a good point. Is, that's a good point. Exorcist did it first, and they did it right, and nothing has topped it since. Like yep. I haven't seen a possession movie that has there. There'll be like maybe a good performance or like a cool scene or something, but the concept, the whole movie—I just I'm like, eh. I saw The Exorcist; it's better. But this time, I said, "Holy shit!" There's also something to be said for the fact. This is also what I liked about It Follows. This is a you know a horror movie where the leads are all teens, just like It Follows was, and those two movies are so different than what we think of teen horror as teen horror is usually mm. the teen centered horror is usually slashers, but it's also usually there's no big ideas. It's just like, Oh, teens in peril. And then kids will come see it. Th- these two movies specifically are the two best I've ever seen with the young cast that weren't the pro like, like talk like uh, tech chainsaw massacre, Halloween. Those did it first. So they, they set a standard that's very high, right. but like, People copied those. These are like, those two movies aren't copies of things that already were successful, which makes them so interesting to me as, as modern classics. Okay, that being said, and I, and I agree, actually, I, I agree with all that, but but in terms of the possession and teen horror movies, I think uh, some time movies have done that. And I'm not, I'm not really comparing the two because, um, but there's a lot of possession stuff going on in, in those movies, the voodoo stuff, the black magic stuff. 
So there's a lot of like possession theme stuff and they do have younger cast. I saw one uh, and the name is escaping me, but I saw one. It was Talk Thailand. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> Brian's Big Adventure. I, think it was, <laughs> I forget what it was called. But uh, <laughs> but uh, no, it, it was um, it was teen centered and it was based on uh, on on possession. But anyways, um, I, I I don't think it was as original, or it wasn't quite the same way they do it here in terms of having the hand having that kind of gimmick and yeah. doing it as well. That they, they kind of just did it in the old it's kind of the old school voodoo voodoo way. You know what I mean? Which just which is fine. But um, it, they were good though. You know what I'm saying? Is the ratio in this movie between uh, how serious it is and how silly the concept is on paper, like the greatest divide of all time? How silly it is. I never thought Wait, of that. Has, here's, here's the elevator pitch. Uh, There's a mummified hand, and if you, if you, if you talk to it, you, get, uh, possessed, you can get possessed by a, by a spirit. And then you see the movie, and it's like, this is really good and really dramatic and really like intense. <laughs> like It's a dummy hand. <laughs> but it works because it's kids doing it's a, it. I know, right? I know. I was just saying. Yeah. I, I and think it's the hand of a medium, you know, it's a medium. Or a serial yeah, killer. I thought, it was, I thought or... it was pretty large. Yeah. <laughs> if you were to what say, you, that, okay, there's, there's, there's a mummified medium hand that ends up at a kid's high school party and it's real or whatever. Well, and then kids are getting possessed. I'd be like, dude, that's a fight. I thought, I don't know. That's, it does. I, I don't know. Well, those kids, like to you saying, you it is ridiculous, a, but it sounds crazy. But I you didn't have like a character that. you liked, Ken. Like those kids who had the hand, I kind of feel like, and I think they mentioned it at the beginning. Like that's they're just that's the only reason they're popular is because they have this gimmick. Like these guys are douchebags, they're assholes, right? They're but total they, douchebags. They, they're the hookup. They're the dealer. They are douchebags, and they are that until halfway through the movie when they all find themselves in the it follows spot where they're like, well, we're all teenagers. We don't know what to do. No one will believe us, and there's no handbook on this. And then they become so realistic as in, like, we're we're in over our head, worried about everybody, and we don't know what to do. It, I will. It, the party's to, over at that point. Right, basically. and everyone's stuff. I haven't seen it follows. I really got to watch yeah. that. But going back to, uh, like, the teens, it – most of the movies, when you have teens, they kind of have like an adult voice. They sort yeah. of have this. This movie, and I maybe it follows. Yeah, it's it very like much. These are teenagers. They're very clear that these are teenagers who are just fucking. You know, they're they're fucking kids. Well, this is the, this is what I mean. Like mixed up. They're kids in the first half of the movie when they can't stop partying and it's an addiction, and then when things get serious, they still act like kids. Because they don't know yeah. what to do, and they don't have a good answer. They try everything. Some of their this happens in it follows too. Some of the ideas these kids come up with in it follows are stupid, but they also are like, "What are we supposed to do?" Because they don't know, and nobody, no adult's going to help them with this. Nobody, no law enforcement's going to help. They're all kind of stuck, but they never stop being kids. They just, re, they just have to like grow up to the fact that like this party's over now, and now we're in this hell, and we don't know what to do with it. And I really enjoy that because I don't think any horror movie gets you makes you feel more lost. And like worried about what's going to happen than ones that can pull that off where characters that were free spirited are now confronted with having to be like, not an adult, but having to do mature things, make mature decisions because there's nothing you can do. They're not equipped. Let, let me just clarify because I want to make sure I think it, it's, it follows. I'm pretty sure I did, but that's, that ends at the pool, right? Am I right? The, like Detroit? The, yeah. Okay. 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 Another great Detroit movie, which is actually like uh, shot in Eastern Europe somewhere. Well, not Eastern Europe, somewhere, somewhere in Central Europe, was uh, "Don't Breathe." Yeah. Did you guys see any of those? Yes. What I don't know. That also, one. also great, great teen 
a scary movie. I don't know if it's really a horror, but a scary, scary. Would you consider that a horror, Brian? Don't yeah, breathe this horror, unless breathe. we're talking about different movies. There's no teenager in the movie. Aren't they all teenagers? No. Or the second one, or the third one, aren't they? It's like the daughter or something? The only Don't Breathe that they saw, I saw the first one. I didn't see the second one. The first, It's about the okay. blind guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, in the, he's in the next one, too. Yeah, I know. He's in the and second one. Maybe there's teenagers in the second one, but the first one is great. It's Chain uh, yeah, Levy from e- The Evil Dead. They're teenagers. They're not teenagers. Aren't they teenagers? Those, the the people not... breaking into the house, they're not teenagers. I thought they were teenagers. Are teenagers. you sure? Yes, these are professionals. In my head, like they were teenagers. 20s or something? I've never seen the early movie. 20s? They're professionals. They're not professionals at 16. They're, these are professional thieves. Well, I think I think I think there's evidence that we have professional thieves at the age of twelve now. But uh, okay, um, <laughs> but okay, all right, okay. So so they're not teenagers. Okay, fair enough. Um, I think okay. All right. Well, the, Don't Breathe Two is great. If, also, if, you have, if you haven't seen the sequel, it's I have good. not seen the original. The, the kids in Don't I Breathe, as you want to call them, they're also not the good guys. So it doesn't even uh, you know they, they are in a bad situation, but they put themselves there. Yeah, you're right. They're the, yeah, they're kind of, yeah. So yeah, did the kids movie. in this movie. That seems like evidence that they're teenagers putting themselves in bad yeah, situations. But, well, yeah, but they, 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 you wouldn't expect it if you use your rational mind. That's yeah, the thing. If you good, use your rational mind and don't breathe, it's like, well, yeah, you deserve it. it it's a good um, coverall for the the expensive of partying too hard, whether it wanted to be a drug, whether you want it to be whatever. Like, you know the the crash down on this one is it's it's metaphorical, but it's not so in your face that you sit there and be like, "This was clearly about drugs." It's not clearly about drugs. No, not at but, all. But you can take no, it as a parable no. for that if you want. It's a morality tale. Yeah, over cell phone use because I hate looking at people scrolling their cell phones in the backgrounds of movies. I fucking hate it. I hate, I hate what's it. happening next to me in the movie theater, which is, which has exactly. happened several times exactly. this year. Exactly. I don't want. And then you got to look at the screen, and there's people scrolling on the fucking <laughs> cell phones. Like, when is this gonna end? <laughs> So real quick, at the beginning of this movie, they've got the dead kangaroo in the road when yeah. Mia's picking up Riley, and she cannot do the merciful thing and yeah. kill it. Is this movie? She did not kill Riley, so she failed. She failed to have any growth as a, a person because she. The only reason Riley lived is because she failed to do the merciful. The thing. The only way you can say that she failed to grow as a person is that is if you is if you think that like the plot the point of this movie was for her to grow as a person. The point of the kangaroo thing is to show you that she wouldn't do it because it, it films it in such a way that it can be almost ambiguous if you didn't know the the scene earlier in the movie. What do you mean? Um, Some people think that, that Jade pushed her into the road. What? Yes, it doesn't make any sense to me because you see her you see her not let go of the, you see her let go of the thing and then jump. Well, you don't see her jump, but you see her let go of the. the but some people read it that way because they're not thinking about the kangaroo scene. The kangaroo scene tells you that even with her mother. Egging Quote her, her mother, uh, yeah, deep yeah. into her, deep in her head like that. She, she's incapable of doing it. So we she's know that. So it's not about growth. It's about showing you who she is as a person. And I don't think you grow as a person by deciding that you're going to kill <laughs> when well, you weren't before. Well, maybe that was, you know, because that's in the back of your head, having watched the kangaroo that, at the beginning. That's how I grew. <laughs> you, you push the kid <laughs> into the highway most, from an overpass. Most of us grow out of killing animals, right? That's how it goes, right? We <laughs> move on. We graduate to people. <laughs> No, exactly. I, just, I just keep buying new cats every like, like twenty years. I understand years. what you're saying about about the, you know, she, the right thing to do is to put the kangaroo out of its misery. Yeah, but this wasn't a, a question of her learning to do the right thing. Well, yeah, it was yeah. a question of knowing that she doesn't have it in her to do this. Well, you find that out at the end. Yes. But that question when she's standing there at the ledge and you've yeah. had the you know pretend mother doing that to her the whole time, you're like, oh, she's going to grow and it's for all the wrong reasons. Like she's finally going to like process her grief and her trauma and kill this kid. Now, they did something in this movie 
right before that that usually I hate, but for some reason didn't bother me at all in this one. They show you the okay. visual of the kangaroo in the hallway, that she's following the kangaroo out before she goes to Riley and, and pulls him, you know, takes him to the road to make sure that you understand completely to this bring is the kangaroo around. situation, which usually I don't like. And some people still didn't get it. So maybe they should have had him just turn into a kangaroo. And talk like in that one with uh, Jerry O'Connell, Kangaroo Jack or whatever it's called. Or the I believe he only talk. talks in one dream sequence, which uh, is the most disappointing thing ever. I thought that he talked the whole movie, I swear to God. Wouldn't you? I, from the trailer? From the trailer, I saw it. I mean, it didn't get me to go see the movie, but I always kind of wanted to. No, I didn't either. I'd never, but but I would have watched it on HBO at one point if I knew that kangaroo talked the whole time. I promise you that. I now I'm definitely not going to watch it if I ever mm. get the chance. Take that. Ken, thoughts on Kangaroo Jack? I was just thinking about movies with kangaroos and how how rare they are because even Crocodile Dundee doesn't because he's a crocodile guy, but <laughs> he didn't have a kangaroo in any of his movies, and he had made like three of those. You're so right. yeah, it's pretty rare to have kangaroos in movies. That's right. Now I'm curious what movies do have kangaroos, and I want to watch them. All of them. Oh, wait, no. Tank I was never interested in Kangaroo Jack because it wasn't a dog. And, you know, dogs are much more lovable than kangaroos. I don't like dog movies. So I just kind of like, wow, how could this be good? So we've learned that Ken hates technology, young people, and dogs. No, he likes dogs. I, dog movies. I don't like dogs. You or don't dog like movies. dogs. I wasn't listening to the words you were saying. I have one. I just don't <laughs> like, like dogs. Oh. You're like my brother who cares nothing for animals and he's actively said he hates them. And every time I talk to him, he's like, well, I got some lizards. I'm like, why? Why do you keep getting them? To ignore them until they die or go away. I didn't get it. You think I had a choice. No, I have a cat. I have a cat. I enjoy the cat. I like the mm. cat. They're, it's just like having yeah. a shitty roommate who never helps pay for anything that's P, you love cat i do there i have again every 20 years or so i have to go get a new one because they just don't last that's a pretty long time <laughs> 20 years is pretty good <laughs> longer like, than dogs dogs are like 14 15 clearly the superior oh, pet the dog the, the cat, cat. Yeah. Yeah, yeah oh they get away with murder they, i mean tank girl yeah, had kangaroos bad. i believe the kangaroos talked and helped laura petty Lori, yeah Lori petty do things i never saw tank girl i didn't either mm. It was a comic book, too. That's mostly how I know Malcolm of it. McDowell. Yes. He, yep. too, was in that movie. He's in Time After Time. He's in Clockwork Orange. He's in Tank Girl. That's his, that's his filmography. He's also Who in the Halloween that? remake. Malcolm McDowell. That's what oh, he's known dude, for. Oh, dude, I know. I, I know. I, was, I looked at his, his IMDb page one day. I'm like, what else has this guy been in? He must have been in a bunch of stuff. It's like, now? He was in he's the Halloween in like, yeah, remake. Is the new Dr. Loomis. The new Dr. Okay, so that was... Okay. I, I did like the... the the recent Halloween movies, but I probably did see that one. But uh, that was him, huh? That was the 2007 Rob Zombie remake. I never saw that. How, the, how does it happen that a guy that's in Clockwork Orange, the main character, the most compelling character by far, super interesting, such a great performance? Does, is, he, is he a stage actor? I mean, how does he not become a big star? I just don't get it. He was in yeah, Caligula, and I think it tanked his career. I saw, oh, I saw Caligula. That's right. I, I there saw, you go. I saw about 18 seconds of Caligula. And then, <laughs> I mean, I watched Ooh, that movie. Moving up from 10. And, moved, then, and, then you, and then you suddenly became disinterested. Yeah, I did. I'm I I I really tired and a little hungry. A little hungry, I wonder. But I, I've been watching it in 10-second segments. <laughs> I rolled over on my belly. <laughs> yeah, why, why, you know, it's not surprising Quibi failed. We already had Pornhub. Watch everything in 10-second increments. That's right. Dude, Caligula is an old movie. I got that at Mondo Video, dude. That, that movie's old. That movie was old. There was no, no porn up when that came. When did that come out? In the 80s or something? 70s, maybe? Caligula. 
I have no clue. Maybe the 70s. It could have been 79. That was the one with the, um, what was the, Hustler? Or one of those porno magazines? That was, yeah, that guy, I think he was somehow in, funded it or directed it. I don't think he directed it. I think mm. I know if... if uh, Bob Guccione is a name that I am I know if he, I feel of. like I know if he directed it. Okay. Because he did so many other ones. Like, no, because I'm on his mailing list. <laughs> <laughs> He'd have brought it up. He'd have brought it up. It wasn't a bad movie, but it, it did get sidetracked with all the porn. It's like, just pick one. Just pick one. <laughs> just like but, Jade's mother. <laughs> yep. You can only be mom? one thing. Jade from the movie that we were just watching. I'm upset that me. these characters are not complex enough, but also I do not care for the complexity of this other character. That that was my problem with Caligula. It's one of those pornos that spent too much time on a plot. Yeah. Oh, yeah, got, yeah, yeah, exactly. But I only ever watched the plot. Did something happen after the first 10 seconds of those videos? I wouldn't know. That's how far I make it. Usually a stepbrother and stepsister return home from school, and then I kind of get real tired and hungry for a while. And people get stuck a lot. People do get stuck a lot. <laughs> I don't know if you're, I remember having a conversation with you, Ken, back in the aughts, where uh, pe- people in porn were spitting on each other. That They just spit. That oh, was yeah. the thing, I right? We talked about that. We did. Yeah. As we compared our porn notes, what the uh, gentlemen what, do. What, what were the videos called? <laughs> I, I don't know. Just look them up. They just spit. They're just like spitting on each other's no, private parts, no spitting lube. each other's mouths. You don't remember that? Yeah, you don't remember that? Did it happen after the first 10 seconds? No. Even Caligula wouldn't do that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, noted. They wouldn't even do that in Caligula. I mean, my God. But that's what was happening in the 2000s. Nowadays, everyone is related, because apparently incest is a thing, but they say step, and everyone's getting stuck. People get stuck. I'm like, oh, I'm stuck. Stepdad, what are you doing back there? There are there are many varieties, though. There's fake taxis. There's there's fake hostels. There's, <laughs> there's the good old just, subway train I'm, in Tokyo. I'm just that's watching siblings getting Fox. stuck. That's apparently all I watch. Yeah. What do you mean getting stuck? They're like, I'm going to reach underneath this sofa. Oh, my arm's stuck in the couch. I can't get out. Or <laughs> I'm going to get the long. You're, an, you're caught in an algorithm, Pete. I've never seen that one. Yeah, people get caught in those dryers <laughs> more often than you I'm telling you, check it out. It's in. It's bonkers. You're how stuck many in are, that algorithm. Yeah, I'm stuck in the algorithm. Kitty, what are you doing back there? I'm stuck in this algorithm. <laughs> exactly. She comes up behind you, beats the shit out of you. <laughs> Some people like that kind of porn, too. And then spits all over me when she's done. You know, this has gone south because of you, Pete. It did uh, this time. I mean, I- I'm just saying it's not me. It was you this time. <laughs> yeah, it was me. I'll, I'll take that hit. I apologize, guys. But I but I do remember that that era, that era of uh, of uh, film. <laughs> well, somebody else brought up Caligula. I'm going to throw that out there. It wasn't just I me. I brought up Caligula because yeah. it was the correct answer to a question. I didn't Malcolm bring up the pornography Boy. of the movie. Absolutely. Absolutely, but it was that that's the reason why, probably, is because of the pornography of that movie. Mm. Now we're spinning on each other, stuck under a couch with our family members. With our family members. All right. Step family. Step family. Is that gross? No, that makes it normal. It makes it legal. Makes it it expected. Mm. I'd like to have been in the, uh, the pitch meeting. Because you know what happened here. It's like somebody's sitting around going, we need something new and hot and porn. And they're like, well, what's our hottest thing? Like MILFs, you know, stepmothers. And it's like, what if they were younger? Wait, I have an idea. That's how that happened. I saw it on Bob Guccione's mailing list. (laughs) Behind the scenes. Except it was actually behind the scenes. So it's kind of like you're not watching porn stars do stuff behind the scenes. He just takes you into the process of writing. Him writing and then him. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 
Like first, I have two eggs and a piece of toast. Mm. Yeah, that's how I write. All right. And a hot dog. And a hot dog. Everyone likes a hot dog. So that was yeah. talk to me. Are we? I feel like this is a good spot to end here. We talked about so. a lot of porn. <laughs> uh, talk to me. Yeah. Any last thoughts on that? Well, I think I think that uh, it was great, and I think that this podcast, like uh, like Pete watching porn, is going to end unexpectedly. <laughs>